This is Living It Up, a refreshing daily podcast to help you get excited about beginning each day or your entire life all over again, only this time with the loving God at the center. We hope you'll experience joy from listening and find yourself laughing and living it up all the way to beginning again. For more teaching and encouragement from the Neils, visit their website at livingitup.org. Now, here's Scott and Teresa. Hey everybody, this is for Tuesday, July the 22nd, 2014, and this is Living It Up While Beginning Again. My name is Teresa, and I'm here with my husband, Scott. Hello. And our dog, <laughs> Troy, yes, has we... joined us today. He's everywhere. Well, you might hear him itching in the background because he has a, a terrible bout with fleas. It, yeah, and he's a white dog, white fur dog. Yeah. And I've, I've heard that dogs with white fur have a harder time with it and he does every year but this year it's worse and he's even been keeping us up at night remember me telling you last Mm -hmm. night i said honey if we had a baby this is exactly how it would be that's right and 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 really i mean our topic today is self-control and lack of and i didn't have much self-control when he was itching himself at three o'clock in the morning oh it so if anybody's got any suggestions we're gonna probably end up taking him to the vet but we try baby powder it works somewhat but then it wears off and he's just it's sad honey because he's so miserable or if somebody overseas wants troy we'll be happy to ship him no to you. that's not even an <laughs> option it's not that is just hateful <laughs> you know you're the only one laughing honey well at least someone is yeah you like i always say you are your own entertainment and your own audience yes i am anyway go ahead Okay, and that is our topic today, self-control and lack of. And it comes from Galatians 5, 16 through 23. So I say, let the Holy Spirit guide your lives. Then you won't be doing what your sinful nature craves. The sinful nature wants to do evil, which is just the opposite of what the Spirit wants. And the Spirit gives us desires that are the opposite of what the sinful nature desires. These two forces are, in, are constantly fighting each other. Mm-hmm. So you are not free to carry out your good intentions. But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. When you follow the desires of your sinful nature, the results are very clear. Sexual immorality, impurity, lustful pleasures, idolatry, sorcery, hostility, quarreling, jealousy, outburst of anger, selfish ambition, dissension, division, envy, drunkenness, wild parties, and other sins like these. Let me tell you again, as I have before, that anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. There is no law against these things. Well, the ones you were reading before you got to the good part, I was worn out just listening to you. I was too, and I was worn out thinking about thinking about, about eleven years ago before <laughs> I came to know Christ. It's been a life like that. that. Pretty much described, you know, my life um, mm. in many ways. And um, let me, uh, you know, in, in in this it says, anyone living that sort of life will not inherit the kingdom of God. And I'm not going to get into any kind of theology yeah. thing. That doesn't mean that you're not saved, okay? 
what the Holy Spirit wants us to do, and the way I read this, when I read this passage, this is the way I think about it. The Holy Spirit wants us to have the fruit of the Spirit. It wants us to have that lovingness and that kindness and gentleness, self-control. But it's a process. Mm-hmm. It's a process. Right. But if your heart is desiring right. what God wants, that's what he wants. We're going to stumble. Right. We're going to fall. Right. But now if you're out there and you're not, you know, a believer in Christ, let's say, or you haven't really given your heart to him. Or you're in total rebellion. Yeah, you're in rebellion to him and everyone else. That's not a total surrender. Yeah, no, it's not. You're not surrendered at all, mm-hmm. and it's intentional. It's mm-hmm. kind of like you know, premeditated murder and 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 and, and just accidental, you know, or something like that. You know what I mean? It's just, I mean, it's it's intentional mm-hmm. that you don't want to be around him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you're you're listening to a man who was intentional mm-hmm. about not wanting to be around God mm-hmm. for many years of my life. Mm-hmm. But when I came to know him. And he came into my life. Mm-hmm. That's when he started showing me the fruit of the spirit. Yep. You know, and that's when I went, my goodness. Mm-hmm. And it's it's a pet peeve of ours. It's the fruit of the spirit, yeah. not fruits. A lot of people say fruits of the yeah, spirit. It's the fruit of the spirit. Right. The fruit of the spirit is because if you have one, which is the, Jesus, the Holy Spirit, yes, the Holy Spirit, you have them all. Then you have them all. Doesn't it, mean you're the battle. Right. is over because we're still in the flesh and it certainly doesn't mean that you're perfect in all that's of right them, you know? he and he does expect perfection but that's why god sent jesus jesus took that place he is the perfect one and so he that de- you know we we can we will never be perfect until we until we are with him but because of what he did god god sees jesus when he sees us mm-hmm. and so that's where i think people can find a lot of relief when you really grasp that it's hard to grasp that mm-hmm. you know it really is and uh well you know i like reading it like this you know when, when you have love then you're going to have joy when you have joy you're going to have peace when you have peace you're going to have patience and kindness and when you have goodness you'll have faithfulness and when you have gentleness you're going to have self-control they all they all work together to make one fruit mm-hmm. You know, and yeah. So, so, but you know, when you're, you know, what is that? Someone said a long time ago. When, but when your fruit gets squeezed, what? It's always interesting to see what comes out. When your true. fruit of self-control gets squeezed, it's it's always interesting to see what comes out. And then you can beat yourself up because maybe you got upset because someone cut in front of you on the highway and you <laughs> lost it. Does that mean you're not saved? It means you're you're human. Yeah, I mean you, you messed up. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I you know, I'm, I I have a restaurant and and and, and I get very um, worked up. Um, the restaurant business is extremely nerve wracking at times, and I lose self control. I still lose self control. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm the first one to admit it. But that's what God wants us to do, is to admit it, mm-hmm. because it's a process. You know. <sighs> Don't you, don't you agree? Well, of course, until we're walking in agreement with him, how can we have fellowship with him? It says that in Amos. Amos 1, 1, I believe. How can you, How can two agree unless they're, you know, and how can two walk together unless they're in agreement? Mm-hmm. And, and God doesn't want us to be in denial about it. He just wants us to admit it, like you just said, and confess it. You know, God, I'm, don't help me not to be 
uh, impatient when I'm on the highway. I'm impatient yeah. when when people cut me off like that. Go on and admit it, and you admit it, and then you guys can do some business and you know get back up there on the Potter's wheel. But if you, right. if we just ask and say, God, help me not to be. Help me not to be angry when people cut in front of me. No, just go on and admit that you have a problem with that. God, I'm angry when people cut in front of me. Mm-hmm. That takes humility. Yeah. And that's what he wants. That's right. And, you know, but there's a struggle going on inside of us. And that's a fight for control. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so our willpower, see, even today, sometimes I'll think, you know, at, like at work, for instance, I'll say, well, I can, I can do this. I can get through this, or I can I can have self-control about this situation. Mm-hmm. But did I pray about it? Did I ask God to help me? Did I ask God to take control of this situation? Well, when I lose self-control, I obviously didn't. So self-control is not willpower. It's not something we get by gritting our teeth and forcing ourselves to just say, no, no I'm not going to do this no, again. No, that's futile. Yeah, self-control is called a fruit. It is. Fruit doesn't instantly pop out nope. of the tree. No. But as the tree grows and the seasons pass, the fruit naturally develops. It develops. It's not instant. Right. As we continue to follow God's guidance, taking one step at a time, mm-hmm. our self-control will gradually grow. It is naturally, gradually grow. I mean, you read in the Old Testament about David, a man after God's own heart. Mm-hmm. His intentions was to please God. He had a heart for God. Did he mess up? Absolutely, because his self-control was not even in the same realm as what it should have been. Mm-hmm. But we came to that realization, and then he cried out to God. God heard him. And he said, you're a man after my own heart. Mm-hmm. And that's what he wants us to be, a man or a woman after their, his own heart. Mm-hmm. Then he's going to help us with that self-control issue. Because we naturally love to do the evil things that are just opposite from what the things the Holy Spirit tells us to do. And the good things we want to do when the Spirit has his way with us are just the opposite of our natural desires. So it's just like these two forces are constantly fighting each other to win control over us. And our wishes are never free from their pressures but again that's because we're human beings in these human bodies we're actually spiritual beings having a human experience Mm -hmm. that's why this struggle is so hard this world is not our home we're just passing through that's an old hymn yeah and that's so true when you think about it and you know what it is what it is and we will be constantly Fighting, we'll get one battle won, we think, and then here comes another one. Just because we, the world that we live in, we it's a spiritual battle. Mm-hmm. The enemy is, as the word says, is out to kill, steal, and destroy us. Yes, he is. But you know, in Ecclesiastes, it says, vanity is vanity. All is vanity. Life is but a vapor. Mm-hmm. It is, mm-hmm. you know. And But you know what? Our job is to stay connected with God. Mm-hmm. That's that, it. That's what we need to do. It's not our job to produce the fruit of the self-control in our life. That's the Holy Spirit's job. That's what God has given His His Spirit to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, so, you know that, that that's His that, that's His job. Let Him do His job. Yeah, and, and if you're not real sure what how to stay connected to God, I, just a quick 
example of what we've just experienced. I mean, just being so focused on getting this office like we want it and need it in the way that it needs to be and focus, 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 focus. That's what our focus has been. And when our focus, whether it's on this or something else, is so, you know, all-consuming, I can stop and think, man, I, I'm feeling a little disconnected from God. It wasn't even intentional. It's because my focus has not been on really thinking about how to please him or what I can do for someone else or do for him or spend time with him is because, you know, we had this goal that we were trying to meet. And I thought, I'm not really doing anything wrong, but I realized how easy that that can happen, that our our busyness and our thoughts can be so consuming that he he's not really first place and we feel disconnect. And I didn't like that at all. And uh, I'm, I'm glad this is done because I miss him. Oh, yeah. You know, you really just long for him. That's right. Well, you know what? The first step in self-control is giving up control of self. That's how you get self-control under control. Get above control of yourself. Give it to him. He wants to help us. He wants to help every one of these people, of you who are listening to us right now. But the first step to do that, to get self-control under control, is to give your life to him. Give your heart to him. Sincerely. Sincerely. Or maybe you thought you did years ago, and you're listening to us right now, and you're going, my goodness, no wonder I can't get this under, under control because I've never given my heart to Jesus. He's real, okay? This is not something you believe in. This is something you know. He is the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. So we want to give you that opportunity today to give your life to Christ and start getting self-control under control. So if you would, please pray this prayer. Lord Jesus, please come into my life. Lord, I know that you died on the cross, that you rose on the third day. And because of the cross, you say that my sins are forgiven if I sincerely, from my heart, ask you to forgive me my sins. Lord, please forgive me of all my sins. I need to give and get a handle on self-control. Today, I give you control of myself. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, listen, thank you so much for listening to us. And if you, uh, if you did, um, just give your life to Christ. Just take a few, few seconds and uh, email us at info.livingitup.org and let us know. And like we said uh, yesterday in our podcast, Facebook is coming. And so we can't wait to hear your comments and uh, get to know you better mm-hmm. in that format. And uh, it's Wednesday. It's what, Tuesday? <laughs> it's Tuesday, so it's not too early to be thinking about what church you might want to attend this weekend. Mm-hmm. And uh, ask them if they have a mentorship program, discipleship program. Yeah. It always helps to have a brother or sister walk beside you mm-hmm. in this new exciting walk with Jesus. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Well, this has been good. Yes. We look forward to talking to you all tomorrow. That's right. Until we do, keep living it up. While beginning again. <laughs>